Hi, everybody. How are you? This is Julie Budd, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Hi, I'm Patty Russell, and this is my sister Sam. Patty just moved in with me. When I lived in Oregon with her aunt and uncle, I'd write a letter when I needed sisterly advice. You wearing glitter eyeshadow to school? Now I get it in person. Bet you miss the days when you could just tear up those letters, huh? Robertson, along with Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen, as we bring you this week in TV history. And Tony's segment, as always, is brought to us by our friends at Story Salon, Southern California's longest-running, regularly performing live storytelling ensemble shows every Wednesday here in Southern California. For more information on Story Salon, go to storysalon.com. What do you have for us tonight? All right, we're going to start on a, a very serious and, and sad note. It was July 19th, 1989, when the young actress Rebecca Schaefer, at the age of 21, was murdered. Uh, in front of her house uh, by a gentleman named Robert John Bardo. And he was very uh, mentally unstable. Rebecca was, like I said, 21 and a very young life, but I think the legacy of her, uh, fortunately and unfortunately, is uh, what happened and legislation that followed after this. Uh, Stalking was um, uh, an issue that was being uh, addressed a lot in Hollywood at the time. Uh, Sharon Gless had a, a... really bad stalking situation. Mm-hmm. Michael J. Fox uh, had a, a, a serious stalking problem uh, with one individual that was constantly sending letters. And this is when he was at a point in his career where Family Ties was coming to an end and he was doing Back to the Future Part Two simultaneously, almost overlapping. And, uh, and he had some serious problems. Uh, in New York or in Connecticut, David Letterman had somebody who right. kept breaking in. And uh, the, the the laws uh, needed to be changed, updated. But I think there is, uh, if you those of us who live in Hollywood and uh, have been connected uh, to the industry, there is a definite change uh, since before uh, what happened with Rebecca Schaefer and and, and since Rebecca Schaefer had been an actress. I mean, she had a nice career, but I think she came to national attention. It was my sister Sam. She my was Pam Dauber's yeah. sister. Right. And I think her her murder was a wake-up call, not just to the industry, but the rest of the country, bringing the stalking problem. I think I was living in Chicago at the time, and most people thought, oh, a fan? Well, aren't fans nice? I mean, wouldn't a fan want to see or embrace? I mean, I think this was the first time that a lot of people realized this wasn't so funny Mm -hmm. or cute. Well, at the time, Michael J. Fox had uh, a stalker who sent like fifteen hundred letters. She sent uh, full, you know, letters every day, right? You know, just over and over and over again, and 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 people got alerted. Like I said, Sharon Glass had uh, some serious problems at that time, but people were not fully taking it. It was it was it was perceived as well. That's just the price of fame. Yeah, but but still, I mean, look, the the, the word. Fan is short for fanatic, fanatic. and so which people forget, yeah. which people forget, and and but 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 still, even so, um, look, they're they're the, 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 for, for the most part. I mean, and, and, and we we know this because you I mean I've I, I've worked fan conventions both for Star Trek and also for science fiction shows in general, and just and, and as well as walking around at some of the autograph shows down here. Yes, for the most part, fans seem to respect. 
the sort of unstated distance between them and the, the need for you know privacy on the celebrities part, but still, but every now and then, you've got cases where people just obviously these people just have have, have no sense of reality; they're it's distorted. What, which you know happens if you're a soap opera villain and you're in the frozen food section. Mm-hmm. Somebody might walk up to you, slap you in the face, and say, "This is for Jessica," or right. how, and and have that disconnect, right? Or or you go on further back. Barry Morse told me that you know when he played Lieutenant Gerard in The Fugitive, little old ladies would take umbrellas and beat him, <laughs> yeah, you know, and stop being so mean to David oh. Jansen. But um, but but they didn't. That's as far as it went. That's as far as it goes. Yeah, people used to hop the fence of the mansion, which was the Clampett's mansion on the Beverly Hillbillies, right. wanting to meet Jed and asking him for money. And yeah. the people who actually lived in that house had to invest a huge amount of money to fortify that particular uh, residence. The owners of the Brady Bunch house had to change the appearance, the facade of their house, to keep fans away. Yeah. Do you think it's gotten worse in recent years because of the Internet, or, or is it just a different time? I think it still exists, but it's very different. I mean, Rebecca Schaefer's murderer found her through records at the DMV. Okay. Whereas actually pretty simple, it was a matter of public record. Just about anybody could get them. Now you cannot. But the problems are still happening. I mean, recently, I believe Paris Hilton had another situation. Another situation. Yeah. And I don't think it helps that when... uh, Paris Hilton, you know, buys a new dog. The press is in front of her house, waiting to get a, sh- the, you know, the first person to get the shot of Paris Hilton and her new dog, or or when Paris Hilton went to jail. And so now people have a view of her house, the street. You know, the reporters say, "Hey, we're on such and such street at this time," and and uh, you know, all all you do is exacerbate the problem. Well, there, yeah, but but see, there. there there, there have always been paparazzi to some to some extent. I mean, it just, it just seems in in the in, in the post cable, post internet age, it, it just seems they're more. It, it just seems as though they're more omnipresent and and you know the pri- you know, privacy issues. I mean, SARS seems to have more. Um, it's more of a challenge to for for a for a celebrity to maintain some sense of. Privacies and you know to to protect themselves so that you don't have a Rebecca, um, you know, Schaefer extreme situation. Now, yeah, I think a lot of them have invested more money in in, in their own protection, but uh, you you do have uh, now we have new stalking laws. We mm-hmm. had members of the Screen Actors Guild when uh, President Richard uh, Mazur was was the head of that guild, and they went to Washington. And I remember Paul Reiser testified, and Michael J. Fox testified. And and uh, there are stalking laws that are on the books, and and uh, I think you know we owe a lot of that to Rebecca Schaefer. Mm-hmm. But at at the same time, I think there still is that 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 public perception. Well, that's the price of fame, and and and. Well, yeah, that's yeah, but that's kind of cal- that's a callous perception. And the price is famous that you should be killed by one of your stalkers. That's not no, no. But well, I- also remember today that I think people, if they want to be, could be more accessible. I mean, when we were growing up, I mean, I was growing up in the Midwest. You saw people on TV. I never expected to see them in life. I never, I, you know, I never even sent away for an autograph picture. I mean, these mm-hmm. were people who were on TV. That's where they belonged. I would never see them. Now celebrities are tweeting. You go to my webpage. You can contact me in all sorts of way. Whether you're contacting them or one of many many assistants or interns, 
mean, people never, but to keep up the perception, oh, I'm there for my fans. And the price that many of them paid, you know, increased security and bodyguards. Yeah. Granted, here, I mean, living in Hollywood, you see people at the grocery store all the time. I mean, I think you create your environment. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, we see people at the grocery store all the time, or at the Starbucks, or at these places, and nobody gives at them the a gym, second. at the nail salon. Right. Yeah, nobody gives them. A They're second just people thought. who work in Los Angeles. But uh, you know, you do have, and, and I guess the psychology is also. You know, these people come into your homes, and they're your friends, and they're part of your family. So if somebody has an opportunity to meet somebody like that, that they're very comfortable just going up to them and, 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 and engaging them. And, and for the actor, sometimes that could be a very frightening proposition. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, look, there are limits. I mean, yeah. uh, we've heard the story, um, you know, Paul Newman w- wouldn't sign autographs because I mean the, the the bottom line was when someone walked up to him when he was at a urinal I mean yeah. <laughs> that's that that's sort of you know this far no farther and, and again it's just my experience not just directly contact you know through you know, contact but just stories that you know people have told us on on this program and in other venues is that common sense um, if I mean most celebrities you know Understand there's sort of an obligation to interact with their fans, and if, and so long as there's sort of a, a common sense. If okay, if if um, if you meet them in a restaurant, that's fine. Just don't walk, you know. But give them their space and let them let them in, let them have their meal, or let them really do do their business. If you yeah. should bump into them in the in in, in the restroom or or, or, some, or stuff like that. But if it's if it's a situation where, you know, you're waiting for your bag at the at the um, at, at the airport terminal, or if you're standing in line at the grocery store, okay. I mean, you're you're waiting. Okay, that that that's sort of a natural interaction. Um, that's okay. And many of them, you know, their their rule is: if I have kids, my kids with me, leave me alone. Right. You know, not while I, not while I'm with the kids. This is our time. And 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 there are people who have unfortunately gone through extraordinary measures. So a day at Disneyland, for example, you know, is is a huge strategic production just so they could get on a few rides and have that parenting time i mean look there's 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 a certain bubble when when you reach a certain level of fame and i mean i i i to to me the the, you know the it's it's it is simple in the sense that the price of fame is lack of 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 anonymity and so but um but with that lack of anonymity that 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 doesn't mean that your your rights or your privacy should be completely exhausted But yeah, now now at least there are laws. There are things that that do have that protection involved, and the the crime is a little different than it would be uh, that it was prior to the Rebecca Schaefer yeah. uh, situation. But I think the atmosphere in Hollywood has definitely changed. I mean, this was a definite wake up call. Uh, you would now. Uh, I remember uh, certain sitcoms now have metal detectors when you go inside. You know, if you're if you're part of the studio audience, that never existed before. When I was a kid, I could run over to the Paramount lot, and the security guard would say, "Yeah, you want to go play around in this area?" Yeah, nobody thought twice about it. Yeah. It was it was not that unusual. But now, I mean, you notice that there is a definite change in in, in how uh, it operates. Yeah, and 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 with, with that in mind, there's 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 an obligation for people such as us with the type of program that we do when we when we get. Um, when we get celebrities to do our show, I mean, there's there's sort of a trust situation that we're not going to broadcast their phone number or their no. private email address across the, you know, because, and 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 that's that there are certain things that are just understood. That's just common sense, and um, and uh, we we like to think that we respect 
those boundaries. And, 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 and again, you know, I, I, I like to think that most fans, you know, you, you're talking about your, your experience, you know, Donna growing up in the Midwest. I mean, you know, you, you enjoy them and, but you just, you wouldn't think of, oh, I'm going to pick up the phone and call them. Yeah. Oh, hardly. Yeah. You know, there are people that probably call Hollywood information. And, and, now, growing up, yeah. I didn't even want to go see the local kids show because Uncle Al belonged on television and seeing him in person, even as a small child, I knew would do something, alter my reality of what this was. He belonged on television. That was fine. I didn't need to see him in person. June 25th, 2009. We may have covered this in the past, uh, the death of Michael we have, Jackson. We have covered this. We past. have, yes. But, uh, yeah, we, we lost him, and I think we have dedicated more conversation as to how it was covered well, versus it, to, how he died. Well, to me, and, and again, this is the relevant point. To me, the how it was covered is, it, it is significant insofar as it was TMZ that broke the story. And yeah. it is significant because that, just as the OJ trial validated the National Enquirer as a news source, the death of Michael Jackson validated TMZ as a news source. And say what you will about TMZ, they were they were first, and uh, they were they right. Were right. So, although having said that. And this probably says a lot about me. If I read an obit and the first source is TMZ, I will wait till I find a second source before I post it on on, on our Facebook. Unfortunately, I think a lot of the more reputable or mainstream outlets now are just saying, according to TMZ, Mm. so they have that disclaimer. Thank you. I'm now reputable. (laughs) (laughs) But going back. Well, TMZ. I've never known them to be wrong. No, that, that's, that's the that, thing. That is true. That, that is, is the, the opposite edge of the sword. They are a lot of things. There's a lot of adjectives that come to mind, none of them flattering. But they're usually right. They're usually right. How they get the information is questionable, and I'm a little surprised that in the past five years there has not been more uh, looking into that. I would hate to think that if I went to a hospital that some orderly is taking notes and selling out or whatever the circumstances are. Or has a cell phone. Has a cell phone and could... Well, just as a recent example, wasn't, I believe, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong, I believe the first source to report the Donald Sterling controversy was Was TMZ. Correct. And and you you mentioned uh, the Inquirer. You know, the Inquirer covered the John Belushi story. Yeah. Uh, and the Inquirer also turned over all of their information to the authorities, yeah. which is something I would say uh, most journalistic outlets would never do that. Uh, reporters have gone to jail because they are protecting yeah. sources. That's what I associate journalism with, that if you wanted to be that deep throat character, let's say, that your anonymity would be protected, you know, that there was a certain understanding that these reporters would go to their grave not saying who you are. Uh, maybe that integrity is, is inflated. Maybe it's become more things of legend. Uh, but, you know, when the Inquirer basically did an interview with Kathy Evelyn Smith, she went off to Canada and they gave everything to the LAPD. 
to cover that. And then it led to an extra... Di- they were the story. Yeah. They so, were not covering the story. They became the story. So the National Enquirer is to print media what TMZ is currently to... to I think new you can media television. And television. I think you can make that case. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when the, the National Enquirer, like I said, became the story. Uh, I don't think the journalist should become the story. I don't think they became the story in OJ. No, 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 not 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 in OJ. And we had I don't th- and and, that, and that's my point because they because they were at, they act the OJ case established them as a credible news source. You know, mm-hmm. and and again we looked at the we looked at the Inquirer differently. Yeah. After that, just as we look at TMZ differently after you have and, the and let's, since we're just kind of throwing in a, a timeline let's throw in Matt Drudge and uh, Monica Lewinsky Drudge is usually first and Drudge is usually right yeah is but um, again you know it was according to Matt Drudge but Matt yeah. Drudge became part of the story right uh, but even but even, yeah. even if you qualify something by saying according to I think you're being responsible anyway yeah well, it, it, it shows. Yeah. It shows that this is where you got it. You know, when you're doing television, you do not have uh, the benefit of hindsight or it's happening now. Yeah, if you're doing, and, if you're doing live breaking television. Yeah, and 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 we all remember that morning of September 11th. We were hearing all sorts of things happening in New York that weren't really happening. Car bombs going off, things like. You know, and it was like going into an earpiece and Matt Lauer or Katie Kirk, and it was coming out of their mouth because that's the information. That's what the reports were coming in. But at the end, you sort it out. This didn't happen. This happened, you know, but you you make allowances for that. When uh, you have, you know, like the drudges and all that, it there there seems to be just a different dynamic, you know, that kind of a precursor to the TMZ. Yeah, they're not wrong, but... How they get the information, what was done—that yes. that's always in question. And I know, and, and we talked about this again. You know, being, you know, employed by someone. You know, uh, employers have policies about not talking to media. You know, if you work for a big enough company where it could have media attention, you know, there, you know, you when you get hired, you know, you don't talk to the media. We have people that talk to the media for you. You know, if you communicate to the media, you will be fired. If you appear in the media and present our company in a negative light, you will be fired. And the fact that TMZ apparently, allegedly, however you want to phrase it, could have an orderly or somebody in the gift shop or a candy striper, you know, that uh, they could contact, you know, to feed them the information or, you know, or if the side. person can contact them. Uh, this is this is what I have. Vi- I have video. How much? Yeah. yeah. In the days of the Inquirer, if you just happened to be at the right place at the right time and had a camera in your hand and was able to snap a shot and get it to one-hour photo, if you were lucky to have that, you know, getting that photo to the Inquirer was there was some length of time. It wasn't so immediate. Right. You know, if it was something that you could you know, give to the L.A. Times, that would be a little different, but to get it to the Inquirer, you know, a weekly. Uh, you know, now it's instantaneous, and it's almost like we're going backwards. You could cover something on your cell phone, send it to a channel, and it's almost like William Randolph Hearst. You give me the photo, we'll write the story. Right. And, you know, it's it's almost like we're going backwards. 
But yeah, the the fact that we haven't progressed uh, or it's just gotten worse since the Michael Jackson. Okay. Child of Television at blogspot dot com. Child of Television at blogspot dot com. Also Storysalon dot com. Donna's four part novel series is now complete. Yes, it is. The last book, Fall Again Reunion, was published a few months ago. You'll see where the story finally ends. And to find out how the story begins and end, go to fallagainseries.com. Tony and Donna, we'll see you both next time. Next, next time. time. We'll continue our DVD report with Greg Airbar next on TV Confidential. Become an advertiser or underwriter of TV Confidential and let our brand help promote your brand. To find out more, go to televisionconfidential.com slash Advertise. Ed Robertson, author friend Donna Allen Figueroa, who I understand has a new book out. Yes, it's entitled Fall Again Beginnings. It's the first part of a four-part contemporary romantic series uh, set against the background of working actors. Something that you know a, little, a thing well, or two well, about. Well, you write what you know, and I have been working in the business for several years. It is not necessarily autobiographical, but it's based on... Sure, many of the experiences that the actors in my book have, many have happened to me, many have happened to friends of mine. It's not, if you're looking for Valley of the Dolls, it's not, it's grounded in reality. It is grounded in reality, and it's the first in a series. Yes, Called the Fall Again series. Fall Again. Which is available as a paperback as well as an ebook and in Kindle at fallagainseries.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day I heard them talking about this guy, some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars, and they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-649-0142 800-649-0142 That's 800-649-0142 Hi, this is Titus Welliver. You're listening to TV Confidential. Are payday loans ruining your life? Do you want control over your money again? If you have two or more payday loan cash advances, listen closely. You may be eligible for a program payday loan companies don't want you to know about. A program that may help get aggressive and unfair payday loan companies out of your bank account and get you back on track to financial freedom. Payday loan companies may trap you into paying outrageously high interest rates. And they take way too much of your hard-earned money every week. We understand their tactics and know how to keep them off your back. We'll fight hard to help you regain control of your money. If you have two or more payday loan cash advances, call right now for a free consultation. 800-488-5880. 800-488-5880. 800-488-5880. That's 800-488-5880. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. 
tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.